Welcome to Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by Nick back. Like he never left. Hi, Nick. Hello. It's weird to be back, it but I'm glad to be back. It's excellent. Champion. Hope everyone chats well. Uh, hello. We're going to spend... Uh, it's great having Nick back. Uh, hello, chat. Uh, huge love to you. Me and Nick are going to... This is the green room. This is the pre-show before the launch of the App of the Year Awards. Uh, which is Indeed. one of the most prestigious Warhammer App of the Year Awards, sorry. One of the most prestigious events uh, in well, in Warhammer. One of. <laughs> I would I would personally, in my completely unbiased opinion, say it is the the most prestigious award in Warhammer possible. You know, uh -huh. there's Warhammer Hero of the Year, but everyone knows that that's just, you know, that's just whoever's mates with the guys at Games Workshop. Whereas, you know, the App of the Year is completely unknown. Anyone could win it. Yes, yes. It's open to anyone to win. It's so. open to anyone. And we've got some uh, some hot stuff. So Nick's prepped uh, for the show, which has been good. I prepped some graphics. Thank you to Sarah Discadolly uh, for subscribing. Uh, I want to say hello over on the chat. Big shout out to Tom. No, Matthew, what's going on? Bobbin, yes. Hello. Rob Kelly, Blank Wizard, Gangster Pair Dice. Hello, hello. Blank Wizard, Chris Peacock, Elvin Painter. Merry Christmas, Master of the Horde. Thanks for subscribing. Seb KB, what up, chat? Um, yeah, so love the app of the year awards. Hey, call me Quinn. Hope you well, Liam Jordan. Hello, Liam Jordan. Excited to see you, Nick, in the chat. Um, what up, Liam? Uh, hello, Stabby Git. Loads of love and Snowman Matt. Uh, yeah, the award show uh, went down well last year. We, I know uh, we're going to mention, obviously, for the thugs, we're going to mention that we couldn't get suits because. Uh, well, yeah, so uh, we'll COVID, COVID restrictions meant that all the local Nottingham. Uh, waistcoat manufacturers and bow tie salesmen had to isolate for the last couple of weeks. So we were unable so. to get ourselves new outfits because obviously we would have to get Nilka, Merry Christmas, Good Jewel from the Ukraine. What are you doing there? Uh, but thank you. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Refing a tournament. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, yeah, so green room. But Nick, before we get into the App of the Awards, uh, App of the Year Awards, hey, Bin, what are you done for Christmas? Catch us up. We haven't seen you on screen for several months. We want to get, we want to get, we, we want our yeah. slice of Nick pie. <laughs> yeah, how long has it been? Yeah, it's been a couple of months, hasn't it? I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah, been pretty good. Uh, we just had, uh, so had Christmas meal at my partner's house and then my mum's yesterday. Um, that's been pretty nice because previous years we've had them both on the same day, so it's nice to spread it out so you can actually enjoy both Christmas meals. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I've not been up to anything particularly different, I've just been playing more time campaigns, uh, the occasional game of 40k on an off week for more time, still playing a bit of DD. &D. Um, one fun thing that we did at the end of the year for our more time campaign, which was awesome, so we played a custom scenario. Um, so it was a mix between a bolt action scenario and uh, like just a homebrew uh, Mordheim game. So basically there's a comet that crashed in from one of the corners, yep. roughly 10d6 in from a corner. And then you had to, by the turn seven, you had to be near the comet to get into seven. the final battle. Right, okay. So if you had one model within three of the comet, yep. you'd get into the final pit fight. So you could send one of your warriors that was alive at the end of the game as long as you've got a guy near the comet to enter into the pit fight to win, ultimately win the final campaign. Um, so four of us got into the pit fight. Um, and then, you know, as you know, it was quite expected. Alfred Pureheart ended up winning the, uh, winning the uh, ultimate showdown. Um, Alfred like Pureheart the, was like, like one the, of Stu's. 
God, I like that. Like long term, you're now like a you're just Mordheim exclusive. Like you're like you like like most people have a main game, and you're like it's not 40k, Rob. It's it's Mordheim is my main game now, and I dabble in 40k with the occasional. Uh, yeah, mo- yeah. I don't know. I've been I've been playing mostly Mordheim, I guess. Um, like uh, I can't remember when. So the guys that I currently play Mordheim with. Uh, they, we used to all play Warhammer Warhammer World on Wednesday nights, and then we all got into D, like Matt got us all into D and D years ago, and then I think I suggested playing some more time with them maybe like two years ago, like pr- just before COVID. But then I think everyone's been pretty much obsessed with it um, ever since, really. And like we've played, we dabbled a bit back in like AOS or Bolt Action and uh, Warlords of Erewhon, but. Even though it's such an old game, it's just it's just such a brilliant like game for because there's there's usually like four to five of us who turn up and play. So it's like a really it's a really cool low model count game that you can all just play together on the same board and table and just sort of either work together, like stab your mate in the back, take the piss out of each other, and like funny shit happen. It's just it's an awesome awesome game just to play with like multiplayer games with. Uh, I still do, I still do look. I still have been playing 40k. Uh, still enjoying my orcs. Absolutely loving my orcs um, at the minute because they're super fun. I see you've been working on the mecha orcs. I have, yes, and I've got one to show off here. I don't know if anyone's seen it on the Twitters. Um, as you can see, you can't properly see that. Uh, but yeah, this is my beast boss on Squigasaur. <laughs> so I started off with the Dre- Redemptor Dreadnought legs. And then just like loads of random bits, built him up. Because um, initially, when I when I started playing Orcs, um, I I kind of was like, "Well, fuck you, Games Workshop. You've made all the good stuff better than the normal stuff, but I'm still just going to try and make the normal stuff work." And I've got loads of Mega Nobs, and I love playing Mega Nobs, and I'm just going to use that. Uh, and I had had some decent success with them with Death Skulls. Um, but then eventually I thought, yeah, this good stuff's pretty good. And after I played you a couple of weeks ago, your uh, squig hogs, pretty awesome. What so was thought, funny yeah, was when to... we just discovered that they had additional stuff like shooting attacks yeah. and the saddle like, kit was AP1. Yeah. 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 So they were just like really tough, hit hit super hard. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll make him. And I made five little, five little versions to have a little unit to go around with him together, just sort of like my cavalry charge up, up one of the flanks. To go with my mega knobs to like sit and hold the objectives and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah, like they look really good, like really, really good. I've enjoyed you um, uh, putting them together as well. Uh, and you can follow uh, Nikos on Twitter. I put the link in the chat. Uh, thank you to Gfrica and Marvel Protocol both for donating gift subscriptions. And thank you to Think Before You Skink, who should be enjoying his holiday in Mexico, Mexico, and not be uh, gifting gift subscriptions. So please stop that. Um, uh, just enjoy your holiday. Uh, this is the pre-room before the. App Awards, if you've just joined us. Yeah, um, yeah just, uh... Think the says, I'm so desperate to play Mordheim, I need people to play it with. And what's Think says, I used to play six people multiplayer Mordheim nights at Friends, 7 p.m. Till, uh, to 7 a.m., or as many games as we could go till sleep took over. Nothing beats sleep-deprived delirium games for hilarity. Is it mm. that good, Nick? I, I... Yeah, it's just it's just loads of fun. Like, like it's almost the fun of like playing... all of playing... you around one table together as opposed to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's part of it. You're all on one table together. You're either working teams or you're just on your own. There's a cool mission going on. Um, like with a skirmish game, there's more opportunity for like small... Like on a battle, like a unit does something, it's like... 
like a skirmish game has more opportunity, I think, for funny narrative things to happen through dice. Like the other week, I had a couple of my orcs try to jump off a building to land. It was only like a really small building, but they all failed all their initiative, all their, yeah. And yeah, just bad shit happens just on the dice, and it's just quite funny. Um, and yeah, I think it's just all everyone all around one table, which is loads of fun. And it, it has all the elements of like uh, playing an RPG because you've got, you name each dude, each dude eventually, you know, through injuries or throughout stuff that they do throughout the campaign gets more personality and story behind it through gaming not necessarily just what you imagine or write for it like develops naturally through the game and the campaign as a whole Mm. um and like your characters level up you get upgrades or injuries someone dies like a character dies or or whatever you like hate someone else's character like like i mentioned alfred pureheart earlier like he was he was the star of the campaign for me anyway because it, it was Stu, Stu, it was Stu's leader of his army. He got this really cool, I think it was a Reaper miniature model, and he's just a like a quite an old school retro knight guy with a double handed weapon. But he had these massive salt shoulders, uh, soldier shoulders like like a WoW character with like massive salt shoulders. So he just kind of looked quite funny, and then Stu named him Alfred Pureheart. So there was just loads of jokes about you know like just how good he is and how how he radiates just like light around him and stuff like that. And it was just, uh, we just had a lot of fun with it, that kind of stuff. So we're not necessarily narrative gamers, but narrative evolves through the game, I think. I think I think the thing that we're all attracted to, like even the most competitive player, like I like the very bleeding edge where they've never even read a piece of story at all. Um, I still think that they're narrative players, right? Like, like because yeah. the narrative is what's happening inside of the game. What's great is yeah. when that coalesces with the story in of itself. Um, so I, I would say that like Warhammer or even tabletop games probably are the setting. Um, and then, mm. you know, the things that happen inside of that, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know, Nick. Like, I'm glad you enjoy more time, man. It sounds great. I also like the idea of playing um, a, a group of you in, a, in a, a small setting. I think I am genuinely more attracted to smaller games nowadays or looking into mm-hmm. 2022. I like the idea of smaller games. Um, you know, you kill teams, your Marvel Crisis Protocol, or maybe even your fucking Star Wars Legion. Sounds like it's fairly small. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway that's a side note uh and also uh, some exciting projects hopefully coming to fruition 2022 for narrative next year i know bobbin's working on one in the chat so uh some fun stuff there um and kaiji cuddler says kaiju cuddler says mordheim is such a good game some of my best wargaming memories are throwing my dwarves at my sister's lizard men over a paper and textbook nick uh, i gotta ask you a question before we go live then we'll start with the app of the year awards okay 2022 games workshop announces they're redoing mordheim What's your emotions? Talk me through it. So this is this is a hypothetical scenario if they announce that they're redoing Mordheim. Yeah. Um I I think I'd be excited for new models, but I don't think I'd be that bothered about buying or playing the game. Cause I feel like uh although Mordheim has so many like uh rule holes, I wanna say. Uh, where it's sometimes it's a little bit ambiguous as like what what was the intent or that they can't quite clarify this exact situation but i think it just works so well as it is i wouldn't be bothered about a new game it wouldn't upset me if they released a new game because be like okay sweet there might be new terrain that are releasing that'd be cool or uh cool new mod uh, warbands that they might release um but i don't think i'd be all that bothered about 
a new game because you know we've seen what they did with like AOS skirmish and uh, what's that other game? Um, the one with the, all the chaos dudes in. Uh, oh, Warcry. Warcry, yeah, Warcry. I don't know, and like Kill Team, they've got all these weird like square and circle movement things. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they would water it down. Yeah, well, the hobby corner it. in the chat has said that they've already re-released Mordheim and it's called it's called Warcry. He thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes, yeah, a similar similar. I don't. I, I've not played Warcry, so I don't know exactly what the mechanics are like in it. I don't know if you still have the same sort of character leveling up and progression and I'll get it. And then you and me can play it. We'll try it out. We'll just learn together. We'll just like face slam into some dumb whatever. At least it doesn't have triangles and circle movement or whatever the fuck kill team is. That sounds terrible. Uh, I don't ever want to be a part of that. Well, so you would be, you would only be excited if there were some new toys along with the the kit, basically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It does feel like Mordheim and 3D printing go together pretty well, surely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's loads of sweet independent miniatures that would be awesome for Mordheim Warbands, like stuff like... Because there's a really good resource for Mordheim if anyone is interested in playing. It's called Broheim. Just Google Broheim. Um, they've got all the all the, all the uh, PDFs. Yeah, broheim.com. Um, so you can... Um, uh, there's all the all the all the rules there, free PDFs for download, and then there's loads of like all the original warband rules and loads of homebrew ones that people have made, and they even categorised them. So there's like a so category one is like the original source material, category two is like an expansion, and then there's like three, four, and five I think, which are like levels of homebrewness. So you know if it's a five, some some dudes just made up some rules, so you've no idea how balanced it is. Right. Uh, so it could just be completely broke. So be warned if you're going to use it in a campaign that it might be busted um but yeah if anyone's interested in playing that that's great that's a great system they're like we've really looked at one we're aware like two like it's pretty good as well three getting ropey five is bonkers shit yeah yeah that's fun oh god Mm. i just wish what anyway yeah go on one one last more time anecdote that i'd like to this there's a facebook there's a more time facebook group which is quite good for people sharing like their terrain and stuff like that um but then there's there's this one group I think are in Italy and I'm most jealous of their setup because they've posted some pictures recently of when they've been playing. Basically, it's like this Italian villa in the middle of the, like an Italian countryside on a hill looking out over this like valley. That's like this beautiful Italian like vineyard almost. And they've just like got this table set up, which is gorgeous on the deck. And they're all just there with like this barbecue and like drinks on the go. Just like loads of them all play more time in Italy. Like that is... That is the ultimate Mordheim game that I'm incredibly jealous of. Uh, so I think I, I think you could go crazy with it, right? Like it's a 3D printer's like dream. You could print up the most yeah. insane board. Well, well, our, well, the board that we have. So Stu has a 3D printer, and he's been printing out loads of terrain for us. So we've got like several buildings that are all 3D printed that are really nice for Mordheim, like uh, little stairways and ladders and stuff like that. So we do have a. Uh, I would say 60% 3D printed board that, that we play on. Fun. Yeah. Which, yeah, it is really, really good. So there's loads of uh, cool, like, ruined houses for it and stuff like that. Uh, okay. That's really good. All right, Nick, uh, you stand Mordheim, which, uh, which is actually, uh, you guys might not know, uh, but in order to get to Nick to come back on the show, 
um, and to do the App of the Year awards. Nick has, uh, like, I've been counting the clock down. Uh, Nick has to spend 20 minutes. Uh, I'm contractually obliged to allow Nick <laughs> to talk about Mordheim for 20 minutes, or he refuses yep. to do the App of the Year or come on the show. Uh, that was my fee. <laughs> that's his fee. If you would like to hear more Mordheim from Nick in the future, uh, let us know, and we'll see if we can get him... Uh, get him get him back on basically uh but again the fee does go up the more appearances that occur so it'll be 40 minutes next time <laughs> eventually a 24-hour stream yeah <laughs> it's just hours and hours more time more time more time was... more time for more time well done snowman matt that was great uh mild time show with nick do it like the chat this is all they want so <laughs> i'll listen to nick talk anytime just to get lost in those eyes there we go um and then hinter burner games who's a new chatter nick said please more um please more please more. <laughs> more more time more more time uh right listen yeah. we will we'll work we'll go through the whole broheim uh website we'll do everything we'll do it all but before we do that we've got to start the app of the year awards okay uh so mm -hmm. uh yeah. we can't what what we are we just gonna are we gonna just flip straight in or are we gonna I'll do the intro do? if you want. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to do the intro? Okay. Uh so give me a second. Wait, I need to change my background. I need to, so I need to go to the, the next room. Go to the go if you come out of the green room now, please. Go into uh backstage. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> are we going live? We're going live for the App of the Year Awards. Uh, so chat, take this seriously, okay? Because this will be, it will be now be professional. I'm going to start recording, Nick. <coughs> so give me a second, and we're going to cut straight in. Hello, welcome to the Honest War Gamer for an exciting, exciting uh, award show. Oh, reshoot. No. Okay. <laughs> Take two. From take the top. Two. Take two from the, from top. the top. From the top. Hold on. Hello. Welcome to the Honest Wargamer live from the App of the Year Awards studio here in Nottingham. That's right. We're, it's time for another yearly award show, and it's very exciting to be joined by my amazing co-host, Nick. Nick, how are you? Hi, Rob. I'm fantastic. I'm super excited to be back again at the App of the Year Awards. Such a prestigious event. So lucky to be here, particularly after last year. Uh, uh, particularly after last year. Now, we're joined by our live studio audience, as you guys can see. We aren't, unfortunately, wearing tuxes. Um, that's because uh, the tux rental shop that we were planning on getting all our tuxes from, uh, unfortunately, had to lock down. So uh, we are, again, not there. But as you can see, we're in, the, we're in the, our different... Uh, studios, the audience is out there and they're ready for what has been a hotly anticipated award show. It's been a pretty pretty serious year for Warhammer apps. There's mm. been some massive news. Obviously, uh, very recently, uh, Games Workshop and Warhammer itself was in the New York Times. Uh, we know Henry Cavill has been uh, talking uh, about Warhammer yes. a lot all around the world, and we know he's downloaded several of these apps. Uh, which is pretty mm -hmm. exciting. So uh, and we have we have also extended an invitation to Henry to be on the board <laughs> for the app of the year. So we're still waiting to hear back from his agents uh, after the uh, court order that they sent us back <laughs> to stop harassing him. Yes, but we'll we'll get him. We will get him. We will get him. He will be on the board. Uh, but the board 
Uh, you might be interested who does make the final decisions on the app of the year award we did get that question last year it's actually a board of several different members all of whom have been exclusively blacklisted from becoming warhammer heroes uh mm-hmm. so um uh, that's the only way you can become a board member for the warhammer app of the year awards i know it seems counterproductive but that way we ensure impartiality yeah we know they can be trusted yeah uh if they've been blacklisted from games workshop awards <laughs> now the red carpet has been uh, hotting up nick uh, a lot of people uh, here at the event they've been checking out um they've been showing us their phones and how they use their apps uh we have mm. Um, had many we have had protests outside as well uh, we don't want to we don't want to ignore that we've had people on the red carpet showing us their phones with their different apps the uh, the uh, the protests though have been pretty severe lots of people three people holding signs saying things like Wahapedia is an app uh, Nick would you like to comment on this uh, at this particular time well the board's response uh, and I, that I've been told to say has always been you know Wahapedia is a website yes you can get it on your phone but it is a website so it's not technically involved in the app of the year um and I think um yeah we tried to get in touch with uh, Wahapedia developers just to check whether they wanted to convert it to an app for us to use and consider um but the message we got back we couldn't read it was in Russian and it just sounded quite threatening so <laughs> I think it we was decided the- not to follow up on any links that they put in the email either i think it was the picture of the badger's decapitated head at the bottom of the email that was the main issue with it was the... quite disturbing yes. yeah quite disturbing that was yeah very disturbing uh i'm also it also somehow my ip is now blocked from accessing it which is a major issue uh because that's how i would get all of my rules but anyway uh, a book is not an app uh the live studio audience also joining in in the protest so uh, a bit awkward but that doesn't matter uh that doesn't matter just use it as a spreadsheet sure so nick okay should we talk about the nominees do you want to talk about the nominees well, b- before we do that i would just like to have a plea to anyone listening please subscribe to our app of the year plus service mm-hmm. please do you know we've really put a lot of effort into it our backlog is one video from last year um but it will be updated with one video per year please subscribe to app of the year plus um you know we'll give you i don't know free shit every week for it maybe so just, a, just a plea there it's not start. a guarantee there's no guarantee that you'll get anything yeah it's <laughs> it's a it's some like you might get something so yeah subscribe obviously maybe. please please yeah give us some money and maybe you'll get something yes uh, at some point yeah at some point but you can't we can't guarantee that uh okay all right so we're going on to the nominees uh, very exciting, Nick. Uh, I'm very exciting. Yes. Okay, so the nominees for this year are drumroll chat. If you want to do a bit of this at home, so the nominees are in order: the Games Workshop 40k app, the ITC Battles Ooh. app, the Games Ooh. Workshop Age of Sigmar app, Battlescribe, Best Coast Ooh. Pairings, and kind of cut off there. Uh, Honest Wargamer Plus. So Ooh, new app this year. Yeah. yeah. New contender. Uh, yeah, a new contender has uh, joined the ranks. So some are missing there, uh, as you guys can see. Uh, Wahapedia was the, one of the mentioned ones. Another one that was also missing is actually Warhammer Plus, uh, mm. Nick, because it turns out that isn't, that's also not an app. No, that's um, a con, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a... Right. So, uh, 
<laughs> so let's talk about the different apps that have been nominated. Okay, so the first app that's been nominated, I will introduce. That is, um, as you guys can see there, that is Battlescribe. Okay, Battlescribe. Battlescribe. Battlescribe's had over 500,000 downloads um, and has got a five-star rating, or it's like a 4.9. Um, so uh, Battlescribe uh, used a lot by people to create their 40K lists. Uh, it has all of the rules available when you do create the lists. It does require like three to six hours to work out how to necessarily put it together but that's fine uh so battlescribe is our first nominee uh nick what have you got to say about battlescribe well so yeah so uh just like uh that rash that i had last year robert the app of the year's awards mm -hmm. battlescribe is back again this year mm -hmm. uh, but unlike my rash uh the uh battlescribe helps people write army lists for a wide range of game systems uh, battlescribe is developed and maintained by a legion of contributors apparently there are more Battlescribe contributors than there are Warhammer Plus subscribers. So that's about six people. List writing can be difficult uh, initially until you get used to the interface. But once you master it, you can have all the relevant rules and information right at your fingertips. Uh, Battlescribe uh, supports gamers worldwide just by being brilliant, to be honest. Uh, similar to how Henry Cavill supports the entire Games Workshop marketing team with one fucking sentence on the Graham Norton show. <laughs> Um, uh, Battlescribe is a previous winner, obviously. It's won the Apple Year Award last year and other years before that. Uh, it's a mainstay in the app world, but will it win the title again this year? That's a great question. Uh, Nick, some pretty uh, serious words had about Battlescribe. Um, uh, so uh, it'd be interesting to see how this does. There are rumors uh, that maybe uh, Battlescribe hasn't been or will continue to no longer be updated. Uh, there's been some recent rumors. Uh, we also heard about some uh, cease and desist letters at some point, but um, it could well have been left. Uh, and so will it make it back next year is the real question. But for now... Fingers crossed. But for now, in its current state, it's pretty... Uh, it's a uh, strong contender. It's a strong contender. Strong contender. It is okay. But even after all that stuff, it's still going. Still there. It's still there. Okay, so that's Battlescribe uh, nominated. Now the next app uh, is. Oh, I seem to have not updated this from last year. Uh, so this is the Warhammer <laughs> Forty Thousand app. Although it does say twenty twenty one, so I must have updated it. Anyway, Games Workshop last year, not this year, uh, launched their Warhammer Forty Thousand app, an important app which is now not behind a paywall, but a connected to a paywall that is warhammer plus um mm -hmm. so the app is the uh what is where you get the rules uh for your warhammer 40,000 armies if you've bought the book beforehand it's really good because in today's modern age you quite often want things digitally so this is a good way of getting the digital thing once you've bought the physical thing uh which mm -hmm. uh at, at some point in the future you assume that they'll They'll cut out the physical element, but for now, it's a great way to get your digital rules um, uh, via via an app. Nick, uh, talk Ooh. us through. Uh, by the way, it has a 1.4 star rating on the App Store. Ooh, 1.4. Doesn't look good, does it? Yeah. So, 40k app, just like an eggy fart in an elevator, the 40k app caused quite a stir when it was released. <laughs> Some of the community hated it, while others were paid to love it. Similar to the quality of Games Workshop rules writing, the 40k app continues to go from strength to strength. And by that, I mean largely remaining the same despite constant public outcry. The app includes all the core rules for 8th edition and 8th edition codexes for free. But, like Rob said, if you want any digital content, you have to go out, kill a tree, burn it, 
and only then will the digital content be revealed in the blood of future generations. One feature you can unlock in the app is the list writer. I think it's terrible, but that's just my subjective opinion. So I've devised a test. Okay. So this test uses the tried and trusted Templar miniatures technique. This is now a standardized industry test yep. and it can be applied to any wargaming app. What is... It's called oh, what, yeah, what is the, the Templar Wargaming app, app Test okay. or TWAT Test for short. <laughs> so we tested Battlescribe versus the Games Workshop 40K app. So we've we filmed the test, so we can show uh, we can show the test now. Uh, uh, I will show the test, the but just home. because I feel like we might have missed it very quickly. The name of the test is what and how do you how do you? So it's so it's the Templar Wargaming app test yep. or TWAT test for short. So it's inspired by the uh, the Templar miniatures wargaming uh, Kickstarter, where they revolutionised how you can test hobby products and compare and contrast them. Uh, so uh, this industry standard test has now been, uh, you know, uh, inspired by by them. So they have birthed, you know, the twat test. So hey, let's have a look. Congratulations. Up. Okay, here we go. This is the tw this is the twat test. So here you can see here's a battle scribe. So yeah, adding a list. Choose your choose. You know your your system. You can you know pick what army you want. Whatever you know, quite straightforward. Good. Yeah. You know, it looks pretty easy to use. You know, you start your list. There you go. All the different units you can add. Okay, yeah. Seems yeah, simple. Add, add a, seems pretty pretty straightforward to use. Not easy, easy to use, you know. Nice and straightforward. You know, adding war gear. You know, once you get used to it, you can get pretty pretty quick at pretty quick at this thing. Yeah. There you go. See all the rules, zoom in and all, all your stats and everything. This looks pretty a, good. It's a forty K app. Yeah, so here's the forty K app. Let's see how easy <laughs> it is to use. Look, not easy at all. Look at that. Not you can barely easy. make a list with that. Not as easy. It does. Is this the full scientific? Scientific. This. This is how it. There's no other way to test this. This is the way. No, that's you know we did the same thing to both apps, and you know the 40k app completely failed. Ah, uh, okay. Terrible. Maybe why it's got very point... poor on the twat test. Yeah, though. it did. Oh, uh, maybe why it failed uh, pretty significantly on the app store as well with a 1.2 rating. Yeah. Okay. If they made it a bit more easy to use, then it might do better. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So next up uh, <laughs> is uh, the Warhammer Age of Sigmar app, uh, replacing the Warhammer Azir app, uh, which was uh, a fully functional um uh, app, uh, so they replaced it. Uh, it has had 50,000 downloads and it's got a three star rating. Uh, it works very much like the 40k app in that you uh, you get the rules inside of it by uh, buying uh, physical books and unlocking them, which is different to the Azir app, which it replaced, where you could buy digital books completely inside of them. Uh, so some would say that it goes like it goes backwards, some would say, but that's not me. Uh, it's got a three star rating. Um, uh, and there we go. Nick, talk to me about this app. Well, I've got some information for you, Rob. So just like the Omnicron variant, the Games Workshop app is new this year. Mm -hmm. But instead of giving the Conservative Party an excuse to have secret parties, it's having Age of Sigmar players play the new edition of Age of Sigmar. Uh, so the app was uh, has replaced the older Zir app, uh, which was, uh, you know, loved by by many. Uh, so this move by Games Workshop has been as popular as when they re when they replaced Duncan with Peachy. Um, sorry. 
Forgive me. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me. Thanks, Dick. Has anyone been to Warhammer World? Uh, no. Uh, not, not recently. Isn't it on fire? Oh, sorry. Um, so the AOS app has the core rules and war scores for free, but there's no list writing function in the app unless... Sorry, there, there is a, also a list writing function in the app, but the only downside is you have to subscribe to Warhammer Plus. Um, the app is full of pictures of the models, and I can only assume that they had to do this to ensure that destruction players could use it. Um... <laughs> The app is a new, fresh face on the block, but will it have the wow factor to win the App of the Year Awards 2021? That's the real question. That's the real question. A lot of, uh, lot of cheers from the crowd when we did mention this. Um, so that's quite interesting. That's quite interesting. A lot of cheers from the crowd uh, about the, the Warhammer Age Sigma app. Okay, uh, next, the next nominated app is ITC Battles. This is a yes. 40k app that allows you to um, track your the scores for your 40k games. Uh, it's got over uh, 10,000 downloads on the App Store with a 4.6 rating. Uh, some would say a pretty necessary way uh, to track your games of 40k. Um, mm. uh, Nick, got any thoughts on this? I do have some thoughts on the ITC Battles app. It is one of my favorites, uh, one of my tips maybe this year to win the award, but we'll see. Ooh. So just like taking photos of your poo and uploading them to ratemypoo.com, the ITC Battles app is an amazing way to record some of your greatest achievements. The ITC Battles app is a fantastic way to track and record your games of 40k. You can track the scores, command points, mission, secondary missions. It's such a fantastic idea that Tabletop Titans are set to announce their own battle scoring app after they developed it ages ago, but Roni really thought of it again recently. A new development this year, uh, which I love, has been the added feature where you can see your own personal stats, including your win percentage. It even breaks down to show your go first or go second win percentage. So Mike Brandt and the uh, MetaWatch team have helped us out this year with some market research, and they've produced a helpful graph to show what people thought about the RTC Battles app. So I don't know if we can see that, Rob. There you go. Uh, it's it's in there. The Metagraph ITC. This is so. Can you talk me through this, Nick? Okay. So yeah. So we did. So MetaWatch team. Uh, Mike Brandt helped us out with some market research. So the ITC Battles app. So as you can see, sixty-three percent said the app was great. Seventy percent said app great, and fifty uh, percent was sixty percent. <laughs> um, so you know, this clearly shows uh, how great the app is. Um, and and this is a this is a a legit survey. Uh, it it does look fairly legit, I would say. Mm. Um, a mm -hmm. uh, lot of lot of lot of appreciation from the crowd here. Inclusive. Uh, yeah, inclusive. Yeah, very inclusive of all. Um, of all, it looks like a Russian election is what it looks like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, great. I can't believe uh, Mike Brandt and the team have worked on this. this, this know, a, yeah, yeah, really great. They sent that into the show for the App of the Year award. Wow. Sorry? They sent that yeah, into yeah. us. Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah, they sent it in. They were like, you know, we've we really, we want to support the project and help disseminate clear information. Mm -hmm. they, yeah, they yeah they've done that. That's that's very nice of them. Uh, so thank you. Okay, well, uh, ITC battles uh, potentially uh, as likely to win as this app is to get an award as well. Uh, not this this graph. Okay, next up, oh, new starter on the block. Unfortunately uh, for the team, uh, developed by Lex uh, for free for the Honest Wargamer community uh, and anyone who plays Age of Sigmar, uh, some would say 
uh, an exact identical copy of ICT Battles, but Fraser Sigma. Uh, it is the Honest Wargamer Plus with over a thousand downloads and a five star rating. Our only five star, five star. app of, from this year. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Honest Wargamer Plus, just like my sexual feelings towards Henry Cavill, this app is new and growing each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the most blatant rip-off since Templar Wargames ripped off Facehammer Objective Rings, who ripped off the Honest Wargamer Objective Rings, who ripped off everyone else who previously invented Objective Rings, the Honest Wargamer has created a scoring app for Age of Sigmar, which is very similar to the ITC Battles app. The app allows you to enter your army details, mission, battle tactics, priority, and much, much more. Uh, and as an Honest Wargamer, in my totally unbiased opinion, I think it is amazing and revolutionary. But don't take my word for it. Let's do another twat test, Rob. Let's do it. Again, inspired by Templar Wargaming miniatures. Let's do another twat test of it. So let's let's pit the ITC Battles app against the Honest Wargamer Plus and see how they compare. Here we go. Okay, so what Here are we, we looking go. at? Yeah. Yeah, nice little uh, user interface there. You can pick which mission set you want, pick your mission, all that kind of stuff, and put secondaries in. This isn't a problem. That's just... Showed a bit of basic data entry for it, so it's not the full full bank. There you go. You could just see the usability of it. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll see the Honest Wargamer Plus in a minute. Here we go. There it is. Let's see how easy it is to use. How easy is it to use? <laughs> yeah. Barely usable. Barely usable. <laughs> <laughs> Completely fair and unbiased test completely Nick, fair and unbiased i will feed that back to lex i'm very happy to see that uh that the templar wargaming uh app tests are fair and unbiased and yeah. work very well uh and in no way are unfairly uh okay that's good that's uh that's appreciated uh well okay nick with uh with that oh wait we have one more nominee we have one more one more nominee one more nominee best coast pairings uh which is both a website and an app uh so unlike wahapedia um uh, it's got 10,000 downloads and it's got a three star rating you are able to track your scores like itc battles and the warhammer uh, uh sorry the agency plus app in there as well as obviously do your pairings for all your international tournaments uh, and Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments but we don't care about that we only care about warhammer app of the year uh nick what can we say about best coast pairings so best coast pairings just like your mum best coast pairings is old but still being used by everyone in the community best coast pairings is the warhammer scenes go-to tournament scoring app where you can set up events, submit lists, and organize rounds all in one app. The app can be essential to a TO when running tournaments, similar to how the Falcon is essential to Val and Rob on the 40k adjacent show to make it seem like they know what they're talking about. Viewing lists on the app is an absolute dream if that dream was being kicked in the balls by a hallucinated anthropomorphic watermark. Best Case Pairings uh, is a mainstay in the Portugal community, but will it help it win the App of the Year Award this year? Oof. Who knows? I don't Find know. Some shortly. spicy things said there, Nick, but I actually agree with absolutely everything you said. Uh, <laughs> like, I, cast iron guarantee. Um, uh, a round of applause for Nick in the chat, who definitely should win uh, Host of the Year. Uh, but uh, with that said, uh, we cannot... We cannot let uh, things slide, uh, and we have to announce a winner. And again, 
just so you guys know, this was done fair and impartially. Well, we have oh. we have some uh, we have some honourable mentions. Oh yes, of course. I'm sorry. Year. So so there were lots of uh, apps that were up for the awards this year. These were just the finalist nominees, but we do have some honourable mentions for other uh, Warhammer apps that are out there that you guys might want to check out as well. Um, so there's the Warganizer app, which is iOS only, and it's an app that helps you organize your mini miniature collection. There's another one similar to that, which is called Figure Case, which again is iOS only, but it's organize your miniature collection. Uh, there's a competitor for ITC Battles app called WH40K Scores, so Warhammer 40K Scores, um, so it's a tracking game. And there's a new one that's in development called Good Game Buddy. Um, which uh, is a, it's an app that allows you, it's like a rules app. You can use the Battlescribe files to, to look at rules on your phone. So it's an, an alternate uh, sort With of like, you, know, you can download your, yeah, yeah, just for 40k, well, Battlescribe files for any Wargaming rules. So they're just some honourable mention shout outs for those apps who are, you know, vying for next year maybe in the, in the finalist category. They're looking to hot up really. Uh, yeah, mm. uh, very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, with uh, we now uh, before we announce, as always, you do at an award show. Uh, before we get to the winner, uh, we will take a small, quick break uh, as we go to our sponsor for today's show, and that is the Honest Wargamer Stinger. And we're back. Okay. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Uh, thank you very much. Please do uh, help uh, our sponsor out by liking, subscribing, and donating anything you can. Uh, so, uh, down below. Uh, so, Nick, um, please do let us know who uh, is the winner of 2021's App of the Year. Just before anyone uh, needs to know, uh, don't forget, last year was won by Battlescribe uh, in what was a close race between it and mm. uh, a pirated version of itself. Nick, who is the winner this year? Okay, so the board have sent me an envelope. Just get it open. <clears throat> the winner of the App of the Year Awards 2021 is Battlescribe. Oh, wow. Okay, what a wow. Yeah, can we all stand? Everyone at home, please stand. That was, oh, what a shock. That was unbelievable. unbelievable. We couldn't have seen that coming. Couldn't, Nick, no. you couldn't have seen that coming. That was a Honestly, bit I... a bit left field, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it's won every year so far. It won last year. Still a strong contender this, but there was some real, there was some real competition this, this year. And I really thought at one point the board were swaying a different way. Yeah, I mean, the Oswald Gamer Plus, that twat test, you know, it didn't do too well in that test, but, you know, it's a new up-and-coming up and app, and I really thought that, you know, Battlescribe had some real tough competition this year, but it's smashed them out of the water again. Yeah. So, well played. Team. I mean, so, some, some fair criticism uh, from the audience. Uh, you know, they haven't done an update on the app for the entire year, uh, but uh, amazing that that still beats every other app. Uh, yeah. hands down <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty incredible uh, truth be told uh, a completely free app uh, that you can use to build army lists for uh, most importantly the world's most successful uh, tabletop miniature game that's ever existed uh, completely free uh, and developed by a crowd which I think is uh, pretty pretty important what are some key features Nick that you think uh, led it to victory uh, well I think comparing it to uh, so in all seriousness, when I was doing this, I did actually try to write an army list in the 40k app. 
and I just found it maybe maybe once you get used to it it's easier but I just found it yes it looks pretty like it looks prettier than the battle scribe when I'm writing a battle scribe uh, 40k list like because you got the pictures and it like the UI is a bit more you know pretty and clean or whatever but like it was when you're looking at a list on Batscribe, you just got to scroll up and down a little bit to see all of your units and, and stuff. Whereas a 40k one, I think that you go into a unit, there's like each individual guy's there. It just feels too big. Like they've the space they've used for each box or whatever, for, to me, is just too big. Um, and it's just a bit too fiddly. Um, I've only used it a couple of times, but like I just found, I mean, maybe that's just because I've used Batscribe a lot, but I do prefer writing a Batscribe list because everything's just a bit smaller and condensed you can see the whole a bit easier rather than the 40k app i think uh yeah i don't know yeah no i i think i think there's loads of things about it right that works really we also i mean we're talking about exclusively warhammer you can also build your age sigma list in there as well although i i, mm. I hate when i see that uh, and maybe the output isn't necessarily the most beautiful thing in the world uh but like let's be let's be let's be real about it the volume of data in 40k isn't the most beautiful thing in the world uh but it still is the world's right. most successful tabletop uh uh game that you can play especially for tournaments where you need those rules or even in your casual games like having a pickup and the barrier to entry is zero you don't have to buy a book mm. to be able to use them which is pretty important um so yeah. uh it's uh it's and it's also usable uh whereas bcp is usable really only at um uh events uh as is yeah, uh you yeah. know uh this battle scribe is usable at any uh stage for looking up your list and writing your stuff so uh, it does mm, feel yeah, like during a game at a tournament yeah scheme in between games yeah sharing with your friends yeah. uh, and all that other stuff so it makes sense as to why so uh pretty big news uh nick thank you for again hosting the app of the year awards will you be making a return Absolute for pleasure. the App of the Year Awards 2022. Do we know yet? Well, have our agents that all depends on my manager and your manager talking to see whether we can get some more time. <laughs> time. In the future. Between now and then. Yes. Uh, uh, I'd like to close the show by thanking the live studio audience uh, for the show. Uh, that's been fantastic. All of the apps who tried so hard this year, their developers um, and all of their employers, uh, who obviously uh, stole their labour. Uh, congratulations to you. Uh, and, and, and of course, thanks to you, dear uh, viewer. Please do let us know what your favourite app is. Uh, and I'll close the show by saying, of course, that the rightful ruler app is indeed a scam. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Nick. Oh, we did good. it. That was good. What does the Twitch chat think? Chat, time for time for it to get your feedback. Uh, how did, Nick did well. Nick, great gags. Uh, the poo landing... Uh, on the Age of Sigma, on the Honest Wargamer app. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like the first, like I did the first twat test, and I thought, you know, I kind of wanted to do another one as well, but like with like a, you know, a bit of a different, because hopefully people were just expecting me just to mash it with my hand again or something like that, but then just yeah, do something a bit different, and funny. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and and behind the curtain, that's just chocolate yogurt. Oh really? Oh yes, really? Not, actually, not real poo. Uh, not real poo. Uh, not real food just chocolate yogurt imagine that that's what you have to say <laughs> uh, do you have um do you have like a serious take like uh not to make you be serious about the apps for warhammer generally have you got like any thoughts like uh obviously i i understand everyone's criticism whenever someone criticizes battle like the output it, the output it does 
is a bit shit. Like loads of words, uh, like just yeah, it's it's not clean. It's like just here's loads of data, um, and it does take some getting used to and quite fiddly. But I think once you do get used to it, I, I can write a list in there, dead quick, just like super quick. Yeah, because I know I know my way around it really quickly. Um, it's dead easy to like copy lists. Like you might write a list, copy it, change it, but then go back to your other one that you've still got because you've not had to write over it. Um, adding new units. And if you if you if you subscribe to Battlescribe, well, give them a bit of money each year. You get favorites, and you don't only get ads uh, and different features and stuff like that. So um, I I, th I personally think it's a worthy winner because it's the one that I use the most. I think uh, I would say that close second for me would be ITC Battles. I do think it's, uh, um, you know, it's not the most complicated thing to put together. I imagine I'm not an app developer myself, but you know, I don't think it's like the most complicated that thing to put together necessarily. But you know, it's not. They've not gone over the top with it. It's nice and clean. And I really like the updates that they've done this year, with, um, like, just as soon as you log in on your home screen, you've got you know all the games you've ever played and your stats on there. It's nice to have that, like your win rate, go first, go second win rate, number of wins, losses, and that kind of stuff. They broke it down by factions that you play, factions that you play against. So it's just nice to see that. Um, and you can add a new practice game, like a single game, or add a tournament. So you just have to enter your details once and you just add rounds into the tournament. Yeah. So it's a really easy way to use it. Uh, and yeah, it's just really functional and usable. And the output of that is really nice. So like after a game, you just click on the output bit and you can have a look and it breaks it down like in a little table so you can see, oh, I scored really early on or my opponent scored really on and then, or I scored late on. How, what secondaries did I fuck up? Uh, were they a good choice? And you can look back at that and sort of analyse your tournament or your game or whatever. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I, that, that would be a second to me. Um, Best Coast pairings I've found... It's, it's it's fine, but I'd really hate uh, the watermarks that they put when you're looking at lists. Like you just want to look at the list, and there's this stupid fucking watermark in the background of either the person's the person tournament logo there, or whatever. It just makes it really hard to like see what's going on. Um, and like some like I hate how like it's like a, it's not very good on the browser really, and that like in the in the phone app itself, like you'll go in somewhere, you go back, and it'll throw you out, and have to restart again, go in again. It just seems really clunky sometimes. Um, the 40k and Age of Sigma apps I've not really used all that much because I tried them, tried the 40k app when it first came out, when we all got conned into sub subscribing to try it. Yeah. Um, and but also Wahabi I mean, is right there, right? Yeah, like it's just like there's a better product for free. The hyperlinks, there. the hyperlinks is the bit that do it for me. Like you can't beat the hyperlinks. Like it, especially no, like the yeah. lookover. Like it's perfect. Like they've like not only have they thought out like how to just put this stuff up because even just mm. a fucking image would be good. But the fact that they're all mm. hyperlinks or like I don't know if you've seen this bit. You know when you look at a data sheet, underneath the yeah. data sheet it has stratagems you can use with this yeah. data sheet. And yeah, that's... I saw that the other day. Yeah, yeah. I looked, I looked at Warboss on Warbike, and I was like scrolling down the page, like, ah, yeah, like, yeah, it's awesome. It's got all, yeah, like you say, all the, all the strats and things that are relevant to that one, and they have points on there as well. Yeah, base sizes so is like base sizes is a thing. Like it's just, yeah, it's just yeah. all of the information. Like, yeah, it, like uh, Warpedia, like, if it like... was an app, would be yeah. the the. I mean, yeah. you can't build lists, but like, I don't know. 
Uh, I feel like that's a that's an app built by gamers for gamers, whereas the 40k app is. I don't even know what their yeah yeah like what was their design brief? What are they trying to achieve with it? Like it feels like they just want a pretty app that they can. I don't know. Don't know. Well, it's because they just like just... they would have had to like they, like it'll be on their like like fucking investor like spreadsheet at the end of the like in their presentation like we launched three new apps this year which like investors love to hear that shit like you know yeah. but like no like no one gives a fuck like it's mm. really interesting actually like because I, I i i don't know if you saw yesterday i posted i built I, for christmas i got um uh, some mcp models like my first box um, mm. and i built the like i built the two that i got which was mysterio and venom and um and in the box it's got the instructions obviously to build them and then it's got just mm. all the credits like and maybe mm. not all the credits yeah. yeah it doesn't have who was the window cleaner at where they work nor the dinner lady where they work or whatever yeah. or dinner yeah. person sorry could be anyone right yeah. um yeah. but like it has some which is a great start right uh it made me think about gw and and everything that they do uh and the way they don't credit stuff um and like because of that like they there's no they have a monopoly they, but what's interesting is they don't have a monopoly on apps they have a monopoly in the tabletop 40k is so big i don't think we really understand how big it is it's wild mm. it's so big mm. right mm -hmm. compared to other tabletop role-playing games or, or like tabletop like games like it's huge but they don't have a monopoly on their apps um because they make just such terrible 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 products because they have a monopoly on the market they're like no one is going to mm. make an app that's good enough that makes everyone go play another game system. And similarly, I don't think anyone's even going to make a good enough game system that's going to make them, like, like it's going to affect Games Workshop enough, right? So they have they yeah. have a monopoly and they have a future monopoly, which I think that they know. So there's no way that we're ever going to get better products other than the independent community developing them. Like that has to be the benchmark, mm. like consistently. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think we're lucky that anyone makes them at all, right? Mm. Or maybe Games Workshop are lucky. I don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. If, if Games Workshop actually come up with a, with a legitimate app, would other people go, oh, well, that's good enough. We'll stop making anything better. Don't know. But, yeah, we are lucky that there's the guys in Russia doing that and other people developing other apps like Battlescribe that just make... They just it just they it just works, absolutely though. just make our gaming expensive gaming experience just so much easier, um, yeah just yeah just makes our life easier writing lists or whatever like imagine if we were still having to use pen and paper like like games we should like initially didn't they say that at one point recently when they like released I'm sure it's like in the last couple of years they're like oh you can still write on pen and paper even when 40k was like still mental crazy to actually write a list for when the rules were all over the place yeah it's nuts like it's it's nuts uh like it's very like D D for rpgs but then like D D have got that like um i haven't played the soulbound game yet uh, even though i bought it at release uh but i don't know if you've seen there's like there's like D D like apps where they're like that like it plays through for you or whatever the fuck it does i don't really know um but there's one and now the soulbound one is on there and you can do that there's there's some sort of app that basically just digitizes it for you and lets you play it on mm. there and i think you have to buy it on there to let it work but like, mm -hmm. it's just, it just, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're not worthy of the guys in Russia. No, we're not. Like, we're simply not. Um, and they're fantastic. And they do have a Patreon if you want to go and support it, uh, basically. Uh, so, oh, D&D &D Beyond, is that what it's called? Yeah, it would. Listen, Nick, it's been great having you on the show. It's 
It's been good to be back. Uh, thank been you. Been awesome to back. Uh, See you. See you in the chat. Uh, can we all just give Nat, uh, Nick a round of applause? Nick, I'm going to stay on real quick to talk about the new uh, uh, Age of Sigmar box, unless you want to talk about it with me. Um, uh, I've got to go have lunch anyway. Right, well, listen, I appreciate and love you loads, and hopefully I'll see you soon. Love you too. Love the chat. Okay. Cheers, guys. Look, see you later. Look after yourself. Bye-bye. Goodbye to Nick, everyone. Bye. Goodbye to Nick. Um, uh, big clap to Nick. Uh, Nick's great. Uh, like, I stand Nick. I stand Tom. I stand Nathan. I stand Dan. Uh, Owen. I, all of the people. Uh, Adam. Like, I'm very lucky. Very much I'm lucky to have you guys in the chat to have such wonderful people around me. Um, and Nick's funny. That was just all Nick, basically. I just stood here while he made jokes, and it was great. So, uh, Nick, Ziggy, Ziggy, uh, Rob, all the gang. Uh, Nathan, James, Honest Wargamer crew. We're getting bigger and stronger every day. Logan. Yeah, Logan's great as well. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Let's start this next recording for the thug, shall we? Uh, Nick did great. He was so good. He was great. Uh, okay, let's have a look. Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Very exciting piece of news to be reviewing today. But days after Christmas, Games Workshop have graced us with some news about Age of Sigmar and what we might be seeing next year. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. So what we're hoping for is some announcements of... Um, we're pretty certain that this is going to be a battle box, so two armies battling off against each other. We're hoping it doesn't include um, any expansions like we're seeing in 40k, so we don't want any campaign books uh, because that's more books that we have to buy for rules uh, because we're mainly, we're mainly a narrative show. Uh, so we do like story, uh, but we also like it when we get rules, which is pretty fun. So uh, an ancient grudge boils over in the next Fury of the Deep, the next Warhammer Age of Sigmar battle box. So we talked about these a, lo a lot before. We'll talk about the battle box before we get into it for a minute. What's a battle box? It's two competing armies uh, playing against each other. Normally what they have is they have an on-foot character or maybe sometimes a mounted character uh, that's exclusive to the box for several months, producing what we call FOMO, so fear of missing out. Uh, so it's a basically marketing um, uh, with two ex two exclusive models, uh, which sometimes are basically useless, and sometimes they're the key to making an army better. The uh, the abhorrent arc regent is a good one that was in a battle box, uh, which was super good, and it made your army, your fleshy courts army, amazing, uh, being able to give you additional D3 attacks. Some had other models that I forgot. Whatever the one for OCR Bone Reapers was, uh, was terrible. So there's that. Uh, so those are battle boxes. They're normally limited edition, so stocks are uh, rare in some cases. So what's also a problem is if you are a war gamer, like if you like to go to events as opposed to, let's say, a painter, let's say, um, the box is pretty important to you because you might want to use that model that's in the box that makes your army loads better. Okay, so you kind of are praying that the model inside the box is a good-looking model because you want a good-looking model for your army, but it's terrible in the game. Uh, because then you might not be able to get it, right? So that's how it works. That's what a battle box is. Really, it's engaging on people's uh, fear of missing out and making them over-consume products uh, is what a battle box is, is there for. In no way does it help the health of a game or indeed people. So let's dive right in. Uh, we all hope you had a merry Warhammer-filled Christmas wherever you are. Lovely. Uh, we revealed Eldritch Omens on Christmas Day, a Warhammer 40,000 bottle back, battle box that sees some stuff. Today, it's Warhammer Age of Sigmar's turn, and there's a video, a battle of salt and soot. I really thought that said salt and poo. Salt and soot. Let's go. Here we go.
Okay, Fire Slayers. No new models that I can see. Ideneth, no new models. No new models. Okay, so models that are already available. Models that are still available. Oh! An exclusive model we have not seen before. Exciting. Okay, now this is pretty exciting because he looks very similar to a Rune Smiter. He also looks fairly similar to uh, a Battlesmith, uh, a Grimrath Berserker, um, or also an Auric Rune Son on foot. He also looks a lot like an Auric Rune Father on foot. Some would say he also looks like, I said Rune Smiter, right? Um, uh, he looks like a, yeah, yeah. So he looks like a lot of those, but has got a pretty cool cape, um, which is good. Okay, good. All right, so Auric Flame Keeper. Sweet. So he keeps flames as opposed to smite things. Excellent. Ooh. Okay, so the Ideneth Reavers already available. Alapex already available. Or you could also 3D print yourself a glorious looking Alapex proxy uh, if you want at any point. Oh, an Achillean Thrallmaster fish not readily available. Ah, an on-foot character for the fastest army in the game. Excellent. Okay, so it's a Thrallmaster uh, who looks very angry uh, and very unthrall-like. Thrall's generally done in a kind of palest skin color, specifically because their souls are weaker than uh, those of their Lumineth uh, brothers, because uh, if you guys don't know, Teclis, uh, who is a god, uh, when stealing souls from Sanesh, or sorry, draining souls from Sanesh, um, uh, got some weak ones, which we turned into uh, the Ineth Deepkin, which he doesn't really like, so which is why their, their narrative is that they raid shoreline stealing souls uh, to, to buoy up their, their weakened souls, basically. So uh, he's looking a lot healthier, very soulful, full of soul, I'd say. Okay, okay, so it does look like it's a battle box of miniatures we could already get with two exclusive characters. Um, okay, so that's right, yet another ancient animosity uh, reach, reaches boiling point as bald heads meet long beards in Fury of the Deep. Okay, so they always name them uh, so you feel like you're not just getting repackaged products. Uh, so they're called Fury of the Deep or something else. Um, and then you'll see someone tweet, uh, thank you Games Workshop for sending me Fury of the Deep early. And then you'll be like, why is it called Fear of the Deep? It's just because it's... We're hoping it's because there's going to be a book uh, and there'll be some story, right? There's some story attached to this, I'm sure. Let's look. Soul Hunting Iron Death Deep can escalate in their raids on the coastal fire stronghold of Riftmar. As the acidic tides rise, so does the intensity of the marauding Achillean Thrallmasters. Okay, so that's these guys. The Thrallmaster shifts stances to effortlessly counter whichever opponent he faces, instructing his Namati followers to follow suit. Okay, so he might be able to change the stances on Ideneth Deepkin, which does make us think that there might be a new Ideneth Deepkin book in the future. Some of the other reasons that we know there's an Ideneth Deepkin book in the future is all of the playfight testers who we follow on Twitter to see whether or not they're building Ideneth Deepkin armies are indeed building them. So we know there's a new book on the way. That's how we know. The Thrallmaster, oh, standing against him as an Auric Flamekeeper, a Firestair Warrior priest who presides over a lodge's funerary rites. Okay. Interesting. Okay, I mean, it's a great mini. Fantastic mini. It's one mini, though. 
Uh, armed with the brazier axe, the solemn flame keeper is responsible for removing the Urgold runes from fallen warriors. They can harness the power of lifeless runes to bestow blessing upon their fellow Dwardin, all while bellowing litanies from their grim death mass. Oh, maybe we'll see some sort of healing mechanic in the this army. Um, uh, I love you and your energy. Thanks, the Templar. Uh, Okay, so these two mighty heroes will decide the fate of Riftmar at the head of two forces comprising of 43 miniatures, 41 of which you can already buy, so you don't have to stress. The Orient Flamekeeper is joined by... It doesn't matter where they're playing, but joined by... Uh, okay, and there's a book. Nice artwork, though. Like that artwork. You also get a 40-page booklet. Nice! Containing all the background of the war over Riftmar, rules for a new Ashqueen, Ashqueen region of war called the Vitreless Reach, Three battle plans covering events of the raids. Now, this is really fun. This is really fun. This 40-page booklet. This is fun. Uh, so, uh, that's pretty cool. We get some story of a battle between two forces. I really like that. I hope this is available to buy digitally afterwards. That would be good. I assume there'll be somewhere that I could digitally buy that afterwards. Uh, there are war scroll cards for all the miniatures in the box, as well as tokens that you can keep track of your command points and various rules. We'll start playing right out of the box. Okay. Uh, so, I guess the real question is for us as, as players: um, Is this is this great artwork though? Fuck, that's great, isn't it? That's super fun. Two forces of order arrayed against each other is also some cool story. Um, uh, Further deep is in June 2022, and there's more news about the salty sea elves and the Sizzen Dwarden coming up. Okay, so that's because we assume that they have new battle tomes on the way right uh so that's what we're assuming so we've got from this but there are also some new battle tomes um but uh so uh, is it a good starter box i guess that's a good question um uh it's got reavers and thralls in it uh so a unit of reavers and unit of thralls which yeah, i guess is a good starter uh versus a bunch of fire sets. i mean so what one alapex versus what did you get what do you get in there? How many Hearthguard Berserkers? Uh, joined by Auric Hearthguard and Hearthguard Berserkers. Okay, so the Fire Slayers will kick the shit out of the, <laughs> the Eidneth ones. <laughs> uh, not a terrible box, but disappointing addition to the two armies. Okay, it's time for the Twitch chat to have their say uh, about what they think of the box. Uh, for me, I find all of these boxes very underwhelming. Uh, I find them next useless, truthfully, unless you're a new starter. Or, or you have a friend that also collects this army. Uh, if we do look at the Age of Sigmar stats, we know Eidneth Deepkin are about 4% of the current meta. That uh, doesn't mean that's how many people own the army. I'm sure more people own the army, uh, with Firesayers being a lot lower. I think two on-foot characters is a hard sell for me. Uh, it wouldn't make me want to collect either of the two uh, sets of miniatures, especially because um, uh, they don't necessarily consist or create a good army uh at the moment so i wouldn't necessarily do that thanks to team badges for subscribing by the way and thank you to lindsay lark uh who's a first time chatter um joining us live on twitch which you can do at any point says my morphine deepkin are happy with the thrall master there you go um uh save your cash uh the dwarfs offering aos are so poor in my opinion says big ground specs um hopefully both get a new tome as well that's true so forgive me for ignorance since i'm newer to the online aos community but do you actually recommend aos as a game yes age of sigmar is a great game there are loads of really good ways to get into age of sigmar uh some good ways to look at how to get into the game would be to visit mr halo twitch so 
um, his YouTube channel has got a good bunch of uh, start collecting guides, uh, which I highly recommend as a way to get into stuff. Merry Christmas, Grimgar. Thanks for resubscribing. Um, it's a fantastic game with a really lively community that you can play at any point. There are armies that are very good. There are armies that are medium good, and there are armies that are terrible. Um, when people tell you, we call it the rule of fool, uh, to collect only what you think is cool, uh, it's actually uh, a foolish venture because uh, you'll end up just building stuff that is terrible in the game and then you'll just lose and it'll feel weird. And as much as some people will tell you losing f for five years in a row is fun, it's not necessarily true. And I'm sure you want a good opportunity uh, to just win. You can visit the Honest Wargamer stats on thehonestwargamer.com um, where the stats are currently put up by our stats team. Special shout out to Ziggy and the crew. Uh, and then you can see which of those armies are in the different categories whether or not they're doing really well medium well or terrible um i would advise not buying any of the terrible ones and arguably i always advise never buying miniatures or armies that haven't got a current or this generation battle tome uh, because your army could get invalidated at any point in the future uh games which have done it before and i'm almost certain they will do it in the future as well so if you are looking to buy stuff and make um uh, if you're looking to just if you're looking to just buy things and it doesn't really matter whether they're good or bad or, or anything else you're just going to haphazardly buy this for that quick endorphin fix but if uh, you are looking to buy them to build con like armies that work well for you then what you will want to do is look at what armies are doing well at the minute uh, and also which units are doing well as well which is also available on the stats as well um uh so having a couple of pet factions is in ideal also yeah having two factions is good having these two factions could be good as well but we with a new book on the way we don't know if they are good which is a good point um right uh Karke says as a fire player i can't help but feel this really misses the mark for an army that has two battle line kits uh a monster and that's more or less it well you also have seven characters uh, which is good um uh, so that's important. Uh, Sonic Gav said, I made the mistake of buying Nighthorn Army at the end of second. Now it's in the corner waiting. Yes. So you do really want to be conscious of that. You want to be conscious of what you buy uh, because you want to be able to play locally with your friends, even if you don't want to go to tournaments. You want to have some opportunity to win with your army. You don't just want to... Um, uh, because the stats represent people who go to tournaments. This is super important and something we don't talk about enough. Uh, if you see that Gloomspite Gits uh, or Beast of Chaos have got 35% win rates, you have to remember that, uh, that generals who only play with those armies, who love those armies and are trying their hardest to win with those armies are the players that are only able to achieve that. So you as a new person will do worse, not better than that. Uh, so that's really important. Anyway, uh, the artwork is great. Can't wait to find out about the story because I am genuinely invested in the story. I think that'll be a really fun thing to find out about. Uh, why are they at war? I don't really know why they're at war. It's pretty cool to find that out. So I'm looking forward to, to reading that uh, when I'm able to buy it digitally in the future. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, to the honest war gamer if you have enjoyed this you can like and subscribe and leave comments that does help uh make us more uh not popular infamous thanks for listening to honest war gamer um is everything going to get one new hero uh big tom it's what they do man like they just stick out like cool it's a new hero like it's just marketing shit right like these battle boxes aren't designed to help people they're never thought through a unit of reavers a unit of thralls and a character come on come on right uh, and an alapex i guess and Al alapex is cool i guess this is a good start to an army like if you're splitting the box i guess they're two good starts to an army and you probably add in a couple of units on top to get started with your mate um but like when you talk about like tonal imbalances like 
Fire Slayers play differently to either Deepkin pretty severely. Um, they're slow. Um, uh, like, compared, they're tanky. And they really, like, the game doesn't downscale well. Like, it's, it's, it's balanced, <laughs> laughably, at 2k points. So, um, like, they don't, like, the downscale doesn't really work. You can't really, like, I know people like, oh, I'm playing 1,000 points, but I don't really see how you can. I guess, I guess people don't really know. I think the thing that always scares me is, like, my personal story of the guy just buys the army, puts, like, is like, oh, yeah, I've bought the army. And then he plays, it's like, oh, I keep losing. Why do I lose it? And then they read online that the army isn't good. That's really hard for people to get over, um, especially when it takes so long to fucking build and paint it, right? Um... Uh, must be too quick behind this. Yeah, JJ, I agree. It'll be a double. It'll be a double uh, release, right? Definitely. Uh, Candle crew are infamous. Grimgar, this candle crew are infamous. That's true. Hey, it's been great hanging out with you. Uh, I'm gonna head for a bit. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I barely had time to talk to any of you, and I miss you loads. Uh, I need to prep for the show tonight with the guys. Um, and then I'll be live all this week. It's a bit of a fucky week this week because uh, of scheduling um because it's kind of that weird week between christmas and new year um and like truthfully it would just be i think we're going to go into hard lockdown uh, there is a show tonight with nathan james and dan i'm pretty certain i need to check for all three nathan said he was sick earlier uh topic tonight will be an end of year review obviously how did we 2021 in review which would be good um yeah it's gonna be a weird week uh so the best way i think if you click the bell emote uh the bell thing on twitch uh, like so it notifies you when we go live that's the best way to see when we go live this week uh because it, i'm gonna try and see desperately gonna try and fit in seeing a bunch of my friends before we go into hard lockdown um this week uh and then i'm pretty certain we'll be in hard lockdown for the rest and if we aren't i'll be very surprised uh in which case if we go into hard lockdown you'll see me a fucking load which would be great um uh, i have no idea what day it is and all i'm eating is leftover cheese yeah that's the future uh but anyway it's going to be great. Um, I love you all. You're great. Thanks for being great people. Uh, hanging out with you guys is, is so fucking good. And I'm hyped for doing it this year. So it's going to be good. Uh, TTS tournament, if this hard lockdown, is a 100% fact. Uh, so we will do uh, a TTS tournament for the Honest Wargamer crew. Uh, yeah. Uh, if there was lockdown. Love you all. Look after yourselves. Hope you had a great Christmas, obviously. Uh, I'll definitely see you tonight. I'll definitely see you tomorrow. Big love. Love you loads. And Stream Street 2, very likely coming soon.